Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snackmasters. I'm Dooner, here with the man who puts the zit in Cheez-Its. M-S-G! Money, MSG. How are ya? I'm great, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's, uh, you know, it's getting late in the year. The year's starting to close up. We just had Thanksgiving, which is a great time. How about yourself, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I, you know... Kind of glad to be putting uh, 2017 behind me. I think it's been a weird year. I think a lot of people would say the same. You know, 2017 hasn't been uh, hasn't been one of the best overall. So get on to the next one. Do better. Yeah, yeah. A lot of bad news. A lot of bad news on on all fronts. I have stopped watching the news actually because I have very young children in the house, and uh, you know, stories about the things that are on the news just uh, are not that appealing. <laughs> one of the reasons we try and avoid the news. But I don't even listen to the news in the car. I'm a podcast guy in the car. And as I mentioned, we were traveling for Thanksgiving. We had to drive up to Connecticut. And I don't know about you, but my wife, she is a huge snacker when she's driving. When she's behind the wheel, she has to start snacking on something. She's immediately rummaging through a pocketbook looking for some granola or a Quest bar or crackers or, or whatever it may be, whatever snack that she brings with her. She's digging right into. I've never been really a snacker when I drive. I'd never been the kind of person who would go through the drive-through and eat while I was driving either. I would sometimes eat in my car, but I would usually, you know, pull over or stay in the driveway. What about you? Do you are you a big snacker when you drive? Do you eat behind the wheel? Does that give you a lot of comfort? Yeah, absolutely. I eat all the time while I'm driving. I mean, usually in the morning it's just coffee on the way to work or whatever. But uh, a lot of times, I mean, I work till seven thirty at night. Um, if there's nothing waiting for me at home for dinner that night, I'll stop. There's a Taco Bell and a McDonald's on the way home, and I'll I'll pull in there and I'll grab something, and I'll definitely eat while I'm driving. It's funny because in Washington, half of my commute is in Idaho on the way to work and half of it is in Washington. And Washington enacted a law this year that says that uh, that you're not allowed to eat while you're driving. They can pull you over. Um, they said most likely to be a secondary offense. But if you have anything in your hand other than the steering wheel, you can get a ticket. So it's illegal there to even drink coffee while you're driving. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty extreme. I can in some ways see the food thing because if you're eating a greasy hamburger, maybe it gets on your hands that they slip through the wheel. Seems a little nanny state to me. You know, I think we got to solve the people on the cell phone issue before we solve the people with the taco in their hand issue. But I, I you know, I guess so. Do you have, um, I, I saw this invention, I believe it was in Sky Mall and Rip Sky Mall. I, I miss it dearly, but it was a bib that you would put around your neck and then you would take the other end and you would attach it to your steering wheel so that when you're eating like a slob while you're driving, you don't get, you know, ketchup or Taco Bell taco sauce or uh, was it the volcano sauce they used to have there? Yeah. Oh, they need to bring that back. So this bib, does it allow for, you know, full turning of the steering wheel too? I don't understand. Well, yeah, I mean, if you were trying to do, you know, if you're trying to like start doing like Tokyo Drift and <laughs> trying to pull moves out of the Fast and the Furious, you might be in some trouble because it would ring around your neck. 
I'm not sure like what if it has like safety breakaway supports or something if you had it do like a, a really sharp turn at once. I never actually went out and bought one of these bibs for the steering wheel, but they looked ridiculous enough that if you knew someone who snacked and ate a lot, it might be a good gag gift. But no, I've never actually put one of these on myself. I need one of those because I mean, the only thing is I, I only eat pretty much on the way home from work, so I don't care what I look like. I'm going to throw those clothes in the laundry anyways. But, you know, again, eating a Taco Bell, if you get the crunchy taco, it is all over you if you're eating it while you're driving. There's no two ways around it. You are, you're going to be covered. So, you know, there might be a little bit of practicality to a driving bib. You know how you can tell if someone, you know, if someone smokes in their car, you go in there, obviously you can tell there's a smoker that lives within this car or drives within this car. You can also tell that with people who eat a lot of fast food in their car, especially if they're the type that puts the wrappers in the bag, throws them in the back seat, and just lets them sit there and fester and uh, <laughs> and permeate the car like a McDonald's brand uh, pine tree, you know? They may as well just hang the hamburger wrapper from their rearview mirror <laughs> like a pair of dice. See, to me, that's a selling point. If I buy a vehicle that already smells like, you know, onions and french fries that just saves me the effort i love it yeah well can you t- like if it smells a lot like whopper you go, oh this is a whopper guy i'm a big whopper guy too yeah this is a touchstone for me i really relate yep <laughs> Well, not me, man. I think it's just because I didn't. Re- I don't know. I didn't really grow up eating in the car. I think when I was a kid, I may have spilled something. We got we got yelled at. So we were never really car eaters. But I know my my wife is, and if you see her mother, they're eating in the car all the time. Obviously, the kids eat in the car all the time. So my back seat, I'm constantly constantly at odds with that and cleaning it up. But uh, yeah, not a car eater. But this week, man, called you the man who puts the zit in cheese it, and there's a reason for that because we got a joint review. Not it up. It's the Cheese It Duos. And these caught my eye at the store because they're the Cheese It Bake Cracker Duos, bacon and cheddar. And I'll tell you something. I was kind of anti-bacon for a while. Not because I don't like the flavor, but like around 2009 when bacon hit its zenith and they were putting it in everywhere and it was everyone's like low-hanging fruit column on Reddit and FARC and, and message boards and the big joke was bacon this, bacon that. To me, it felt like eating a, a, a meme. You know, I don't want to eat memes. <laughs> but I don't know. Bacon, I guess, has been sort of normalized back into society as a flavor. So I had to give these a shot. Yeah, what happened there? Bacon and mustaches. Well, bacon and mustaches all of a sudden like exploded. Everything was bacon and mustaches. I don't get it. But Yeah, it was like the introduction of like hipster culture was like, we like bacon and mustaches and we're going <laughs> to put bacon in goddamn everything from soap <laughs> to vodka to mustache. I mean, there was even bacon vodka. Like, what the hell is that? <sighs> Bacon ice cream, it, it goes a little bit too far. It did get a little bit annoying. It was a little bit too in your face. But the the kind of annoying thing, too, was just like the, uh, I don't know, just like the, the jokes, like online, like, oh, bacon, I, I love bacon. <laughs> ah, I'd always get up. I don't know. I just hated it. I had, such a, I had such a bacon chip on my shoulder, a bacon bit on my shoulder. <laughs> but I got over it. These ones here, you got the bacon and the cheddar, and I believe a um, a regular Cheez-It, right? Those are cheddar, correct? Yep. So the difference, though, between the ones that are in here and the ones that you get in a cheddar box is that these are dusted with a, uh, a cheese flavoring, <laughs> where with the regular traditional Cheez-It, one of the advantages, in my mind, of the cheddar over all the other flavors is there's no dust on it. So it's a very clean eat. <laughs> you know, you can eat those and work on the computer and not worry about getting snack residue, snack seasoning within your keys or on your steering wheel or on your cell phone screen or on wherever it may end up, you know, it, you're leaving less of a crime scene when you did these, but th- this has changed. I don't know if that's just bacon dust that's in here or it's just a special cheese it dust because you guys haven't had the duos yet. They're mixed together. They're integrated. They're a slightly different color. One is a pale orange and one's a darker orange. The paler is the bacon, right? And the darker is the cheddar. I think so. And even if you look at the front of the box, you can see there's visibly some uh, cheddar dust on that 
cracker. It's enlarged to show detail, and uh, you can see that there is something added that's not on the regular cheddar cracker. Uh, you get a traditional Cheez-It serving. These aren't any worse or any better than any other Cheez-It. It's 26 crackers, 150 calories, 8 grams of fat. Uh, what do we got here? No sugar, 3 grams of protein. A lot of weird artificial ingredients at the bottom, but it's uh, nothing you wouldn't see in Cheez-Its anyway. So if you're already down with eating Cheez-Its, there's nothing that's going to shock you here that Sunshine Crackers added, at least that uh, that I can see. Now, none of that matters, though, if these don't taste good. Have you tried these? Well, first, let's put a baseline. Are you a Cheez-It fan? And if you are, what is your favorite flavor of Cheez-It? You know, I like Cheez-Its. They're okay. I, I don't think I'd buy them if I didn't have a kid. I mean, I, I my kids like them. Uh, my son brings with his lunch. But no, I don't, you know, I, I, it's well established that I'm a chicken and a biscuit guy. If I'm going to go for a cracker, I don't, I don't hate Cheez-Its, but I'm not going to, you know, go out and buy a box of Cheez-Its for myself. I guess between those and the cheese nips, I would prefer the Cheez-Its. The standard for me would be just the regular cheddar ones, I suppose. I like Cheez-Its. They're actually dangerous for me. I try not to buy them because I'll, I'll end up eating through the box too much. I, I'm bad with the serving control on them. <laughs> I have no self-control. I know my limits. So I tend to try to avoid the Cheez-Its, but I'm always kind of at odds. And I always debate with one of my buddies too, because he likes the regular cheese ones. I like the white cheddar ones. And I know I said that one of the big advantages of the regular ones is they don't have the dust on them. And the white cheddar ones definitely do. But when I get a box of white cheddar, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sitting on the couch with the lights dimmed down and I'm just drilling through that box, you know, trying to get a dopamine rush from these white <laughs> cheddar cheeses. So those are, you know, those are those are my standards. Um, so, I, but I, like I said, I do like the regular cheddar. So, but for a baseline, so if I were to rate them, like regular cheese it, white cheddar, I would give, uh, you know, a 9.5 regular cheddar cheese it, I would give a nine. So they're crackers that I hold in very high regard. Okay. Have you dug into these yet? And what are your thoughts? I have. They're actually, they're actually pretty good. I like the, they're bold, you know, they, they have, they pack a lot of flavor into them. I haven't eaten a ton. I haven't eaten a full serving of them. So I'm not sure if I'd get tired of it by then or pretty salty. The, the thing that I've noticed, it's hard for me to distinguish the two different flavors just because the, the bacon flavor, you know, they get mixed together in the box and some of the seasoning comes off. And, uh, you know, the first time I ate one of the cheddar ones, I thought, oh, is that, is that the bacon one? Because I can definitely taste the bacon on it. But then I tasted the bacon one and, oh, uh, that's a lot stronger. I, that's the bacon one. The problem that I have is that uh, with these artificial bacon flavors, they don't really taste like bacon to me. They taste like smoke flavoring, something like that. But I've never had a, a piece of bacon that, that tasted like this. I think it's the same thing with the artificial banana flavor, the strawberry flavors, things like that, that we've just grown, gotten accustomed to that strawberry candy flavor or that's banana candy flavor, but they really don't taste like the fruit. I think we've just kind of decided that, oh, this is bacon flavor, but it just doesn't taste like bacon. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Let me um, let me bite into one of these and let's see what the crunchability score on here is. Typical crunchability for Cheez-It. You make a good point. I'm looking at the cheddar ones. I'm looking at the bacon one. I'm eating each because they're commingled. The dust gets over both of them. I got the impression that if there were no dust on either, they would, they would taste exactly the same. I don't think you're getting the bacon or the cheddar flavor from the actual cracker. I think there's a baseline flavor in that cracker, which is a mild cheddar. And then the enhancement flavor is coming from this dust. I do taste a little bit of a distinction. You know, I definitely taste more of this. Again, as you mentioned, too, it's like strawberry gum. It doesn't taste like strawberries. So you have to view it as the, the artificial strawberry flavoring, flavoring versus other artificial strawberry flavoring. So on here, you're right. The bacon doesn't taste like bacon. It tastes like bacon flavoring. Is that a good or a bad thing? To me, I probably wouldn't buy these again. I'll finish the box, but I think that they're a little bit too salty for me. You know, there's no value over here to me over the regular ones or the white cheddar. 
I'm not upset I tried them. I think that if you really do like artificial bacon flavored, this is a cracker that you could enjoy. I don't know about the duos. Like, I'm not sure why there isn't just bacon. Like, why did they commingle these with cheddar? They didn't think bacon could stand up on its own. Like, why are they a comedy team? Why are they together? Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting question because they, they have other duos. I, I have some uh, Parmesan and sharp cheddar flavored ones here in my possession. But yeah, I don't know why they decided that they needed to mix them. That's that's an interesting point that I hadn't even thought of. Yeah. And and also, like I said, I, I believe and I could be wrong. And if I am, correct me. Like I said, I think the original ones are cheddar. So you're, you're taking bacon and kind of an original thing. But I mean, maybe it's an image thing. On the back, they have a big you know, triangle of cheese with bacon wrapped around it. So I guess it's an appealing image. Bacon and cheddar sounds like something that would be on a burger. I don't know. I might want it to try something even more wacky like bacon cheeseburger. And then you have like a cheeseburger cheese it and a bacon cheese it. A couple years ago, they put out Doritos that were like midnight snack, late night burger Doritos. And they were surprisingly delicious. You could taste like the little hints of mustard and pickle and those kind of things. It wasn't gross at all. They were act- they were well seasoned. I wish they would bring them back or, you know, share the seasoning with these duos. Uh, yeah, my score, like I said, a little too salty. They don't have any replacement value over the other ones. So yeah, I'm going to just put these at a five because I'm going to eat them. I'm going to finish the box, but I would never buy these again. What, what, are you, what are you putting them at? Dooner, I'm going with an eight on these. I think they're I think they're pretty dang good. I like the boldness of them. I, I, I like, you know, kind of getting punched in the face with flavor. So these, again, given that they don't really taste like bacon, they taste more like the, you know, the, the flavoring that we all get used to. But uh, they're pretty freaking good. I'm going to finish the box. And if my kid likes them, I'd definitely buy them again. I'm pleasantly surprised. Well, man, I also got the healthy alternative. This is the Annie's Homegrown Organic White Cheddar Squares Baked Snack Crackers. Certified organic. They're distributed everybody everywhere. So these are mass market grocery store organic stuff. Top. You see their macaroni and cheese, their cheddar bunny snacks. You did the graham crackers. Well, these are their version of Cheez-Its. The nutrition facts on here, the same exact. I mean, they're identical to the Cheez-Its. They're 26 crackers, 150 calories, 8 grams of fat, 3 grams of protein, But what you'll notice immediately is if you get to the ingredients list, I mean, there's still a lot, but there's a lot less than what are in the Cheez-Its. These in shape and design, they're the same. I mean, they're the same thing as the Cheez-It. They're the exact same size. They're the exact same cut. They even have like the hole in the middle. These have dust on them, like like the white cheddar cheeses do that I rated very highly. Uh, Let me take a bite out of crime and see the crunchability is. Hey, these are good. I don't know if they're exactly as good as the white cheddar Cheez-Its because I don't have them right next to me, but they're definitely better than these bacon duos. And they aren't too far off from the white cheddar as I remember. They're not overly salty. They got some crunch to them, maybe slightly less crunch than the Cheez-It had. Yeah, the white cheddar is good. I'm letting it sit in. It has an almost, it almost tastes like white cheddar macaroni and cheese powder that they use on this. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's a similar, you know, derivative or slight deviation from that because my gosh, it's so similar. It You could market these as like white cheddar macaroni and cheese squares. And I'd say, wow, you really, you, like you nailed the flavor. You bang that right out of the park. Are you familiar with these Annie's Homegrown? I know you had the the other ones, but have you had their uh, cheddar squares before? You know, I haven't. Again, based on feedback, really hesitant to say anything about Annie's critically, just because uh, apparently there's there's strong emotional attachment to the brand. I don't want to offend anybody. So yeah, that's true. You you, you, you that, that's true. That did happen. I we did get some negative feedback for what you did say about Annie's. They uh <laughs> they seem to have a, a strong grassroots following, especially with some of our younger listeners, and they did not care for what you had to say. Full apologies. And I think that, you know, they have that cute bunny, right? They have the cute bunny as their logo. So I think they take that as a direct insult to uh, rabbit of approval. 
So I'm going to tiptoe around this one. I, I can't wait to try the, the Annie's. Um, I, I love Annie's in principle. I don't have an issue with them. So let's let that be real clear that I, I'm, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> if you look at the marketing of these boxes, though, the Annie's White Cheddar Squares versus the Cheez-Its, you can tell that they're really trying to capture this kid market. And they do so with this sort of bright purple color. They get the bunny on here, rabbit of approval. Now I'm looking in the back. This bunny actually has a name. His name is Bernie. He was Annie's pet Dutch bunny when she started the company. Uh, oh, that's past tense. Mm. That could be bad. Do you think he's uh, on the other side of the rainbow now? <laughs> I'm not sure. But somehow, even if it's from the grave, he's giving his rabbit seal of approval to these things. On the back here, too, you have uh, you got a word search. Look for school, friends, cheese, flavor, picnic, lunch, snack, share, fun, yum. Are you more of a crossword guy or a word search guy? Uh, word search, for sure. If it's on the menu at the, the kid's menu or something like that, me and my son bang it out. We look for words that weren't intended to be there, funny words, things like that. I go for the word search. Yeah, I'm kind of dumb like that, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to be challenged that hard, especially on the box of crackers when I'm snacking. I don't like Sudoku either. I don't know. It reminds me of Matrix Equations. I can't, I can't stand it. Keep it out of my face. Now I'm probably going to offend a Sudoku fan. But okay, let's wrap it up on these Annie's. I like them. I like the box. If these were dollar for dollar, if they were the same price as the Cheez-Its, yeah, I might opt for the peace of mind. These are, these are a solid alternative to the, the white cheddar Cheez-It. Is the box different? Let's see. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where they get you. I mean, these were, I think they're about $3.99. With the Cheez-It, you got 12.4 ounces. With Annie's, you're only getting 7.5 ounces. Mm. And it's kind of like trick photography because the Annie's box almost looks to be the exact same size as the Cheez-It, but you're getting like, you know, 33% less or I don't even more. Don't make me do math, but I mean, that's only 50. Is that 40%? I have no idea. 12.4 versus 7.5. You're almost getting twice as much with the Cheez-Its is what I'm trying to say here. But if you want the certified organic, you like these things. Yeah. Yeah, these are pretty good. I would, uh, I would recommend these. I would give these a, uh, I would give them an eight or an eight point five, right around there. MSG, what have you been snacking on? This one's been sitting around for a while. I buy some snacks in anticipation for the show, and this one is a called a Lookout brand pecan pie. It says it's just like homemade. Uh, let's look at the macros here: uh, three hundred eighty calories, eighteen grams of fat, seven of those are saturated. 50 grams of carbs, 16 of sugar, and four of protein. Now, I'm not a pecan pie guy. I've never made a pecan pie. Uh, I think it's kind of like a, I've envisioned it as kind of an, like an old person, you know, not to offend anybody, but I, I don't know a lot of people that go after pecan pie until they're, you know, well into their 70s or 80s. So I thought I'd, you know, open up a little bit, branch out, try this. It intrigued me. Here's the thing. When you open it up, it looks like a miniature pecan pie. It's, it's in one of those little kind of foil thick foil tins like a disposable pie tin it's covered it the top part is covered in pecans it looks like chopped up little pecans and stuff so it actually either looks like a small pecan pie or a pecan pie that's really far away if you know what i mean it's miniature probably three inches across and uh i took a bite of this and uh it's disgusting top layer yeah there's some pecan pie there's it's darker and stuff like that but once you get past this kind of thin maybe quarter inch crust on the top it's just caramel underneath or, or some kind of goo that's got a regular style pie crust to it but i i took one bite i can't finish it it's, it's from the same makers as, as moon pie and there's a reason probably why i've passed this up before again it's not going to convert me into a pecan pie eater it's grossly unhealthy as far as the the macros go it's a ton of sugar it tastes like a ton of sugar 
man, this is not something I'm going to buy again. I'd give it a, I'd give it a one just because, you know, a zero, I just, I don't feel like is, is very, very nice, but I'm going to f- probably feed the rest of my dog. She's sitting there looking at me really interested in it and uh, she can have it. It's a hard pass for me. Where do you find an item like this? Is this, uh, do you have to refrigerate it? Is it found just like on a store shelf? No, it was just on the shelf. It's in a, it's in a plastic package here and I'm sure there's enough preservatives here for it to last Actually, it says it goes bad on um, January 18th of next year. So I'm not sure how long it sat on the shelf, how long it's good for from start to finish. But no, it wasn't refrigerated. It's got eggs in it, but apparently pasteurized to the point where it won't go bad. But yeah, dang, man, I'm, I'm really disappointed in this thing. Gross. Yeah, you have to be nervous or wary of any type of pie that doesn't require a refrigeration or a cold source that just sits there on the shelves. They're never really good, like those fruit pies that have uh, the cream inside of them or... Yeah, it, it always just seems like the lowest of the low are, are those pies. Well, I can tell you, uh, Lucy here, my sidekick, my cohort who enjoys the show as much as anybody else, she's all about it. You know, good for her. Well, to sum it up, Marty said, uh, try these Cheez-It duos, bacon and cheddar. I said I wouldn't get them again. There's better there's better Cheez-Its out there, in my opinion, uh, namely the regular traditional ones or the white cheddar. I tried the Annie's homegrown white cheddar squares. Thought those were a great alternative to Cheez-Its, especially if you only buy organic in your home or you're into that kind of thing or your kids are just into Bernie the Bunny. You just had that pecan pie. You gave it a one. And I pecan do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you pecan to eat that one. Um, <laughs> what was the name of it again so people know to avoid it? Well, it's Lookout brand. Very fitting. Uh, look out, pecan pie, just like homemade. Avoid it like the plague. Well, there you have it. We are the Snack Masters. This has been Snack Masters, Inc. You can find us at snackmastersinc.com for all of our old episodes. We're also on iTunes. If you'd like to give back to the show, please subscribe, rate, review. Be a big help. We'd appreciate it. Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere around the world that podcasts are heard. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram. Instagram.com slash Inc. We have all of our food photos, mini reviews, extra videos. That's a natural extension to the show. Highly implore you to get over there. Hey, Marty, what are you going to do with the rest of your day? I'm going to get my hair cut. Well, <laughs> hey, what, what kind of what kind of style are you going to get over there? What are you going to get, a faux hawk? <laughs> Boys regular? Do you just point to a picture on the wall? I don't know. I just tell them to have at it. Do your thing. I'm putty in your hands. All right, well, shaving a haircut two bits. Let's cheese it, stage left. Snackmaster Jr., take us away. You got the fluff. You got the peanut butter. And the evil one make it said. You got the fluff. <laughs> you got the fluff. And then the I make it once. <laughs> what, the fluff? Yeah. And the peanut butter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters.